Please listen carefully. You're just like your father. <laughs> Welcome to Mayfay Brands. I feel the pimple on the side of my head growing larger by the second. Okay, I'm Christina. I'm Natasha. Oh, I'm Stephanie. <laughs> And as you just heard, welcome to our May Favorites episode. Yeah. What a start. What a roaring. I feel off, off kilter. It's not how we usually do things. Do you want me to redo it? Do you no, want me to do fine. official intro? R- let's roll with it. Roll What's on. up, nerds? Yeah, exactly. We're here. We're here. We're here to not stay. I don't know. What are we doing? We're here to talk about May Should we just start it, Norma? I was going to say we're here, we're queer, but I'm like, that's not right either. <laughs> I mean, I mean if you don't include me. you... <laughs> We're, we're, we're here, they're queer. <laughs> <laughs> we're basically the Fab Five, but not that Fab and not that Five. We're the we're the train <laughs> twice talk. that's happened to you today. <laughs> what are we? What, what can we say with three? Three Musketeers. True. Should we redo it again? What's up, nerds? I'm Christina. I'm Natasha. And I'm Stephanie. And this is another episode of Everyone and Their Sister. On today's episode, we are going to be talking about our May favorites because we don't want to record another full-length episode, to be honest. But I have a feeling it's going to be a full-length time-wise. So if you listened to the previous fucking episode, which I can only hope that you did, you would have heard that there is some kind of secret that Steph and Nat are keeping from me that I really am going to be ex- excited or unhappy. Who knows how I'm going to feel about it? We already feel something about it. Now, if you listen to the last episode, you've known about this for max two weeks. I've known about it for a month. Just that there's a secret that they're going to tell me, but they had to wait for me to come back from vacation for some reason and let me know. So I have literally been dying on the inside this whole time. And you still have to wait because I have to go first for my oh, favorite. You got to wait. So it is a favorite? You got to wait, oh. bitch. I've literally been cataloging all the possible things it could be. Steph, do your book and do a fast. Or sorry, do your favorite. My May favorite is obviously The Royal Wedding. Of <laughs> Megan <laughs> and Mary. How did you break the goddamn rule? No, it's it's a TV a, show. No, I'm it's sorry. A TV show per- She's that, not wrong. It I was mean, a TV event. That's it was true. a TV event. I take it back. I take it back. <laughs> it started at 4 a.m. Canada Eastern Time. I did not get up till 6.30 because I knew the wedding started yeah. at 7. So I got up early on my Saturday. I which did I as well. never do. And I got ready. I got up. I went and put my crumpets in the toaster, started my coffee, then I went and got my robe, set my situation by the TV because I had to watch it on cable, so I couldn't watch it in my own room, so I had to go to the living room, lie down, got everybody, got my coffee, paused it because Bell TV paused and replayed, so I didn't miss a thing. They were streaming that shit live for free on your phone. Why don't you want to watch that on I, your wanted phone? The, I wanted the ambiance. I sat in bed. Yeah. I was just like, yes. No. <laughs> no, I did the same thing at an Airbnb in Brooklyn on my fucking vacation. I was awake at 7 a.m. with three middle-aged women watching this. And it did not disappoint. I, the joy I felt that day, it continued all week. Every time I went on Instagram, photos. Mm-hmm. Into it. Every time during the week when there's a new article, I read it. Every time. First, first uh, appearance as a married couple. All over that shit. I love every, every minute of it. Every meme. Oh, so good. Everyone, me looking at my man like this. Oh. Royal memes. She was. She looked beautiful. Oh, okay, back to the beginning. Beautiful. To the to the start when she gets out of the car with these two twins. The uh, fucking Mel Rooney. The Mel Rooney twins. And as mm-hmm. soon as 
Uh, I think his name, I think it was Brian. He's holding her train and the bells start going off because she's entering the church and he goes, <gasps> like, in awe. I was like, I'm here to play. I'm not leaving this couch until it's over. And then it's so surprised. Like, it was, you had the man doing the, the American pastor. Oh my God. Bishop he was the best. Michael Curry. That Bishop is, Michael listen, Curry. Hero. True hero. Yep. That is like the perfection of seeing your shot and fucking taking it. And it, he was reading off an iPad. I'm like, sir, aren't you worried your iPad's going to fail? <laughs> but he knew what he wanted. The 14 minutes. Oh, and someone made a point that like everyone knows. So like that wedding started off time. So they were like five minutes behind schedule. But so they, but they made up the time in driving over. But someone knew that he was gonna go over time yeah. and talk for fourteen minutes. So they built in that time, and the wedding still ended on time. Amazing. Well done. Like um, the choir singing. What was it? Great. Saving Grace. No. Saving Grace. Yeah. Yeah. The choir. The cell. The cellist who I had then to look up to see mm-hmm. how old he was if I was an appropriate crush. And like he's nineteen. So there's like a bit of an age difference, <laughs> but it, it's appropriate. But That's I think fine. I think it's fine. So those two are actually in love, and I don't care what anyone says. You could see it in their eyes while they're touching each other. When she walks up to him, she's like, "Hi." Well, they get to when he sees each other for the first time. I was destroyed. Obviously, I was unprepared for this romantic time. Her dress, the old dress. I liked her dress. I thought it was appropriate. I could, like myself. It needed a little something-something. I don't know what it could have done, but overall, she looked great. She got married in, like, tinted moisturizer, for Christ's sake. <laughs> Who doesn't wish they could do that? That bitch. I uh, love them. I love them. So good. Her, her mom oh, sitting. Oh, like, her mom, like, the like, true queen. Gloria. Right. Oh. When she gets out of the car first, that was when I was, like, that's when I was, like. Did you cry? I wasn't really paying attention at first. This is not, like, a big deal, that big of a deal for me, but I was up with everybody. But once her mom, like, they do the whole thing, and then she gets out of the car, I was, like, okay, now I'm invested. I love her mom. I was so pumped. And then the carriage ride afterwards. And then also the tears of the, like, so the guests are all, like, high celebrity guests. But yeah. then there's, like, the peasant celebrity guest. Yep. And then the VIP celebrity guest. Yeah. Marked. And I love that so much. I, I don't know I also love that she walked down most of the aisle by herself. With her, I think they're her, net, her like, godsons are, like, the, yeah. she's yeah. related in somebody that. I'm like, they're holding so yeah. I loved the picture afterwards of all the cast of suits that were there. I was like, <laughs> Gina Torres with royalty where she belongs. I think Abigail Spencer was with a VIP guest, not back in peasant land, which, <laughs> fascinating. Oprah was in the VIP VIP. Yes. Of course. I also think Serena Williams was in VIP. The mm-hmm. Mulroonies were in the VIP. That's because she was like essentially her maid of honor. Yeah, because I think they're best friends or something yeah. like that. Yeah. Ugh. Can I, imagine a lot of, I think a lot of people think that she's the one that set them up. I think they. Well, the it Ben Mulroney sense. is like his father was a prime minister or something. Yeah. So like that makes sense that they would know each other. I don't know. Speculation. But I'm going to say this right now. If you, either of you two marry a fucking prince or princess, I'm going to be in your fucking wedding. Okay? Just so we're clear. <laughs> I will be there. And I'm You'll putting it down in right... in the VIP section. No, no. I'm in your wedding. Hat. Excuse oh, me. I'm the oh. bride's maid of honor. <laughs> Whoa. I want to be you there. I have to say, I didn't realize you were this close until this moment. Yeah. Oh, I don't... We know we're not this close. But I want to <laughs> oh. be no matter what. <laughs> Oh, now I'm offended. Before I was, I was like, I honestly, I got a little choked up there. If I was I married like, a raw, you realize you gotta fight some people. On my, I'm, t- I, 2018. I've already called them. Okay, it's my, me. My hope is that when it actually comes to it, everyone that you're actually friends with, it gets annoys you so much that you get petty and you pick me. Just like I would enjoy it the most out of anyone. <laughs> You'd have to do work. I honestly I could do it. was feeling so happy for a moment there. I was like, I, I 
would invite you. You know what? You would invite yeah. me. And yeah. I would like, be I in like, it. Oh, you would be in it. Like I had a moment. I was like, you know what? Yeah, this podcast is making us closer. <laughs> I'm down for this. And then you're like, no, not because we're cl- and I'm like now I'm actually hurt. I mean, I'm maybe you're not even invited. All. You know, maybe you have to watch it on TV. <laughs> oh shit! You'd be my burn book. I'd do some Italian voodoo on you. Just so we are <laughs> our Italian way. voodoo. They're fucking Italian shit. Is it like voodoo? <laughs> no. First of all, that was, I think, an Indian accent. I don't know what that was. That was not and I like an that it felt like you couldn't commit to actually making the gesture. Like you weren't sure if you would, like, were you comfortable with it or not? You just kind of like shaked your hand a little there. No. That was, you I'm were like throwing coins. A blanket of salt. The real wedding was a great You just look like you're like jerking off or something. She's jerking off a tiny penis. (laughs) Uh, So the Duke and Duchess of Sussex, love you forever. (laughs) I looked at her her bio on the royal page. Excellent. I love them forever. I'm next level obsessed. So I do have something. Go ahead. No, that's all I have to say. I do. They're like, I believe that they're legitimately in love. I believe that William and Kate are probably also legitimately in love. But I believe that somewhere out there is a PR agent for the royal wedding who or PR agent for the royals who blew Satan and like got the luckiest group of people in the world because you could not craft a more perfect situation. You've got William and Kate who are going to be the legitimate, like whatever king and queen who people love. They're like their old fashioned love. They're still young and modern, but they've Mm -hmm. got the kids. They do what they're supposed to do. Everything's going well. But in order to like keep the like contemporaries from turning against them, you get fucking Meghan Markle in there Mm -hmm. with Prince Harry. Once divorced, that is fucking, oh, you start start creating the more modern couple, but they're not the ones that are actually going to be in power. So you don't have to risk alienating anyone like you could not craft a more perfect situation well going up to the day on tuesday i think her dad was caught doing paparazzi shots of himself looking at their photos online he then it was found out that her stepsister samantha markle had called the paparazzi on the dad so they could get better press whatever then he then he literally called tmz and was like oh i'm actually not gonna walk her down the aisle and they turned it around by saturday no one gave a shit Yep. Of course. And it yep. was a beautiful day. She is so, she's so like charismatic that you don't care about any of that. Yeah. I mean, you shouldn't care about any of that anyway. It's her family. It's not her. But she really, can you imagine you're going to marry like a prince and you have to go up and be like, so this is my family. <laughs> this That's is what we're going to have no to deal one was with. There. <laughs> but then it makes yeah. her more irreproachable. Like you could not ask for a better PR situation yeah. than the current royal family. But let's talk about the real story here. How Queen Elizabeth gets along with her dogs. <laughs> oh, with, a good point. with uh, Megan's beagle. Yeah. She's got two dogs. With them as well. I fucking love that shit. I was yeah. just like, Let that me just... photo where you just see the beagle, like the beagle has like the, like, oh, I don't give a fuck face riding oh, with the Queen of England. I was just like, oh my God. When she, there's an yeah. event she was at one time where she just saw some cows and she yeah. smiled. And it's like the first time I've ever seen like, a picture of someone oh smiling. God, cow. I was just like, this is what I live for. Animal human companionship. <laughs> That's because they're British and the only kind of compassion they can show. That's true. Tears are not. I learned dog that from one girl like, once. Oh, I'm going to be living in a palace now. BRB. That fucking dog is just what like, from Toronto to a castle. Yeah. Living I mean, technically dream. from Kentucky to Toronto to a castle. Still. That dog's had a hard life. Damn. What a he, de- he deserves that land yes. rover drive He's to the palace. He's done his time. He's done his time. <laughs> getting choked up about this dog. Not even two people getting married. My marriage is a scam. <laughs> They're not them too. <laughs> I, I, 
Mm-mm. You can't say anything. <laughs> no, I was. I literally was in a grocery store yesterday, and the first magazine I saw was oh, Hello Magazine. Yeah, and it, no, not Hello Magazine. It was The Globe, and all it said was their marriage won't even last five years. And I was just like, it's yeah, literally well, been a week. Can you just like people who don't want to just embrace the joy of this? How dare you? Unless you want to talk about something important, fine. But if you want to just talk about an ending, fuck you. They're adorable. Fucking worst. And we needed a happy event in that. Delivered on all levels. Not May fave. My May oh. fave. Wait. Okay. Wait, wait, wait. We gotta. We gotta start. So this is. I'm not gonna talk about my May fave first. I'm gonna talk about what I read in May and kept secret for all of fucking May. <laughs> I went from the very fucking beginning. I started from the earliest book I could, and I started reading N.K. Jemisin. Yes. <laughs> and then plot twist. So did I. <laughs> And we both have two very different, very different opinions. opinions. I can see, I can see Steph maybe not loving them. So <laughs> I fell in love <laughs> naturally. Started the first book, loved it. Wait, when you like, do you mean Inheritance Trilogy, or did you go before that to Dreamblood? No, Dreamblood's after. I looked it up. Dreamblood came after. So I went Inheritance Trilogy, and then I did Dreamblood. Okay, but anyway. So, I started with Inheritance Trilogy, started reading it. I liked the first book, did not love it, actually. Second book was my favorite. Yes, because it's the best. Yeah, it is 100% the best. Third book, really liked as well. And And it gets you. The ending of the third book gets you in the heart. I even read the novella. (laughs) And then I read... The novella is adorable. And then I read all the short (laughs) stories. I was like, fuck it, I'm reading it all. I'm so happy in your entire life. I, just knowing that, like, I can mark more people as having read this. And I honestly, I think I put it off for so long because... Because I thought it would be a lot um, convoluted than it was. It's not. Because so many people are always like, oh, it's so, like, it's so, like, intricate. It's so whatever. And I'm like, I get it. It's a lot. The universe is a lot. But I didn't find it that hard to get into. I found it fairly easy. It was really long-winded, the first book. So I understand, Steph, why you have very differing opinions. We'll come to that. I'll be willing to live with that. (laughs) But... I think it's like, if you're in the right place for it, you can get through it easy. As you fair, what I do say is what I think that she does better than anything else, even character development, is world building. Yeah. I love the universe. I read the all three books because each book is a different main character Mm -hmm. in like a loosely tied together universe because I want to know so much more about that That world. That being said, I found the Inheritance Trilogy to be very romance focused, actually. Yeah, no, that's fair. It's surprisingly romantic. Which which is what I was not expecting at all. So when I went into it, I was like, oh, this is like basically romance. Like, to me, it felt more romancy than I was expecting. Did not mind it, though. It was fine. And then I started reading Dreamblood, which, whole other bag of shit. Yeah, totally different. That's her, like, <laughs> attempt to do a very more, like, classic fantasy. She's even said that before about Dreamblood is her trying to do the, like, Lord of the Rings, set of people wandering yes. kind of idea. Very much. Very short, but somehow still really good. And you can tell that her writing has vastly improved in this book. To be fair, yeah. Her more recent books are absolutely her best written. Yeah. And so I was just like, okay, I can I can see her writing develop. And this is why I wanted to start with Inheritance first, because I didn't want to go from something like the fifth season, which has won awards, Perfectly fair. to something to the Inheritance trilogy yeah. and being like, what the fuck is this? I so, can respect that. I went in that order. I haven't started fifth season yet, but that's next on my list. Once you do, girl, <laughs> you're going to lose your shit because if you like the other ones, you're going to love them. Yeah. Which so, is going to be a TV show, by the way. Yes. Which is why I was like, I should probably read all of these because I'm like, it's time. It's time. Now is my time. Which is why I said I've been having a really good reading month <laughs> because if you can imagine, I made it through all the Inheritance I know they're really big. In a week. <laughs> girl, I'm so, I'm so happy. <laughs> 
Then I took a pause. And then I also read my actual May favorite, which is here, which I will talk about next. Because you talked about Good. N.K. Jemison in the yeah. last episode, so I don't want to repeat it. That's cool. I'm also, like, not done reacting, though. <laughs> it goes to where it is. However, going quickly over to Steph, I have people, a lot of people have said that they find the first book to be an info dump. I... I'm not necessarily someone who agrees, but I can respect that because of what I like from books. I don't see that, and other people might. Go ahead. I'm I prepared. hated it so much. You hated it. I hated it. I tried oh. pushing her so you hard. You hated it? So, like, Nat's like, oh, I'm reading this. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to read it, too. So I read it. So I finished the first book, and I'm like, I don't like it. You hate The writing got on my nerves. The main <gasps> character is so annoying. Like, <gasps> why are you crying in every fucking corner? You're like, have some fucking action. And then the romance, nothing. Hated it. Dislike. <laughs> Your it. reaction right now. Is I like, know, and then what? and then I'm like, I know Christina likes it so much, so I'm gonna. So I tried the second one, couldn't finish it. I was just like, no, I can't do it. Okay. I don't know why. So based on that reaction, okay. I told my friend Alex to read this trilogy okay. and then to read N.K. Jemisin, but I was like, do not start with don't. Inheritance because like now start I'm like I because I know she won awards for the other ones. I'm like, do I do it anyways? I think you should do it anyway because I want to support this author. I really love her. I'm going to respect that you don't like. <laughs> I like how your voice is so I tried so hard. You asked me, you know at, at work, you asked me, you're like, oh, what are you reading? I'm like, oh, just such something, some random. And it was this book. And I was like, I can't. Yeah. You know I what? I can give this offer. I wouldn't have even necessarily recommended Inheritance Trilogy to you because even though there's a lot of romance, I would not have classified it as a romance book. But to be fair, what I like about the first one is all the political even though there's not enough of it the political elements that are in that can i say what's interesting about the romance in this trilogy really fucked up yeah, yeah but, but also like, yeah, very yeah. diverse the third book the romance in that one is my favorite well yeah yeah <laughs> but like the whole time i was just like what the fuck is this shit? like the second so oh. the second book romance i'm like yeah that's yeah. what i want but like i'm just it just happened like i can't Nothing drew me in. At these were like her writing just doesn't oh, do anything. The writing of the second book is so good. It is poetic. The writing of the second it's book. Better. I love Tempa in the second book. I was yeah. just like, oh, he's so adorable. I know. That's why I I don't know where Pottery stopped at. I think she like fell through like a few worlds or something. I'm just yeah. like, don't care. I'm always. I was always so impressed with the second book. How it's a blind character yeah. writing about being an artist to try to create a landscape, but the writing feels lyrical to get that. Yes. Like I love that so layer of what's it. What's really great about the writing that you notice is that she really does write those perspectives, and she makes fun of it in the novella, which is really mm-hmm. funny to me because it's like, oh, she realizes she's doing. She this. knows. She knows so what like, she's doing. In the third, not in the third, but in the novella, the character in that one makes fun of the way the character in the first book tells her stories like yeah. maybe i should be doing it like this and it was that like, you know JK. what that's yeah. what bugged me i think it was a narrative so she's like actually i need to go back and do this i'm like yeah. you don't don't like there's literally a moment in the novella where she's like maybe i should go back and tell this story and i was like ha i think that's what drew me like the style didn't do it listen i can totally respect it because i know that like a lot of people love hunger games and it's supposed to be really really good but i don't like the writing in hunger games so i could never get into it so i'm willing to accept this, like I said, I don't know that I would have ever recommended N.K. Jemisin to you outside of me loving it. And I think I've said that before, but I knew that Nat would love it. So I'm so happy that that's true. I mean, maybe I'll try the fifth season. I will have to see. I'm so, I'm I'll let you know how it is. I'm going to recommend all of them. I think I'm going to reread the fifth season. It's exciting. I felt a struggle. Because there's going to be a TV show for it. But besides that, I did read these in May. But even though I really, really love them, my May favorite will be something a little bit more depressing. 
fun. <laughs> just, I'm not. I'm gonna not hear the rest of it. I got even if you didn't like it, I got two more people to read it, and that's all that fucking matters. My list <laughs> I can is now up to add like it to my Goodreads. My list is now up reading. to like 21. I loved it so much that so there's, a, what is it called? It's an organization called The Roots. Have you ever heard of that? They do like they basically celebrate African American like entrepreneurs. Oh and stuff yeah. Like that. And there's like a specific limit to like age. It was so limited. I got an email from them saying I should nominate somebody. And you know who I nominated? And Kate Jemison, because she just hits the limit. And I was just like, do it. Yeah. I want all the best things. Can you see why after, <laughs> even if you like, can you see why after reading that, I was so excited to go find a fandom for this. And then when there was nothing, I lost my mind. And finding out that the author of that book still had a day job. And she, fifth season yeah. was written at that point. Yeah. No, I, like, I completely, like, went online, started following her, was like, gotta know more about her, gotta learn everything, found her um, Patreon, mm-hmm. found out about all her rent costs. Yep, <laughs> she, like, gives a really elaborate breakdown she gives, of, like, like a why. breakdown of how much she needs per month to, like, survive on Patreon. How much does she need? Like, it was only, like, 2500 Yeah, she talked, because she lives in New York, and she talked, like, she was really, like, I, the very first time I found her was a little bit before she started the Patreon account, and she was explaining, like, this is how much it cost me to live. If I get rid of my day job, all I need is this patron is to cover these expenses. If and now she can focus full time on writing. Yeah. And so now she does more interviews and her books are coming out like nobody's business. And she, because she's been doing more interviews, two of her things have been picked up for movie and TV. Yeah. She hasn't announced I know how this. I feel about this Patreon thing. A lot of people do Maybe it. Maybe I just don't like <laughs> There are two people that I support on Patreon and she is one of them and I love her. So like you give her money every month? I hear five bucks. <laughs> Or you wow. could just, I think you can pay her just once as well. If you, you can, if you want, you can just do like a donation. I do it because I respect what Patreon is trying to do. I respect that like people who make art don't always get the money that they yeah. need to live. Like I, I, I understand agree. all of that. And I think that Patreon is a good thing for that. I don't really care what the perks that I get from being the patron, especially because mm-hmm. I don't do donate very perks? much. So yeah, so they do give you yeah. perks and stuff like that. She does a special Q&A every month so you can ask her questions. She releases early chapters of her uh, stuff. It like really depends what you give. So like she'll give you like EPUB versions of like certain like books or like clips that she has that yeah. she's also writing. She does a video every month as well. Wow. And also, if you do want to donate to her Patreon, it is www.patreon.com slash nkjemison. That's J-E-M-I-S-I-N. Yeah. And I do it because I love her and because the joy that she brings me in writing these books is enough that I'm willing to support it. I'm doing this so that she can write more books in the future and I can continue to give her my money. That's fair. And it's true, like, she probably doesn't have anybody supporting her the same way a white author would be supported. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Like, these authors get, like, fellowships and all this bullshit. They can be, like, the author of the city. It's usually always going to be a white mm-hmm. author. Tell me that the universe of Inha- Inheritance Trilogy is not being not waiting to be made into yeah. some, like, a movie, anything. That, mo- that universe has so many intricacies, it can be a great miniseries. She, I believe she literally said it was based on an anime, which I have probably. watched. Really? And she talks about how, like, the whole... She's a big old nerd. Yeah. <laughs> well, and I was just like, this is no fucking surprise. I love her. <laughs> but, like, she's like, oh, it's from this anime, like, The World of Sky. And I was like, oh, that's yeah, what that's I right. know it Yeah, Because, like, when she was describing it, I was like, this sounds familiar. And then she talks about it literally from this anime. And I was like, oh, yeah. She does workshops on how to build a universe, too, which I love. Yeah, so good. Anyway, so my actual yes. May favorite... Also, a great fucking book. I just finished reading this about a week ago, and I'm actually rereading it right now. It was that good. Uh, it's called Not That Bad by Roxanne Gay. It just came out, I want to say, last week, probably. Yeah. Um, and if you don't know, it's an essay anthology, which, of course, she loves. <laughs> <laughs> but it's stories from rape culture. So right off the bat, Ooh. really depressing. 
some of these stories are really hopeful and all of that. And I believe I said it in a review I wrote on Goodreads. But the one thing I noticed about essay anthologies is that there's always one or two stories that always stick out in my mind to me. And those are the ones that I really run with. Those are the ones that really make it the good essay anthology. This essay anthology, however, every single fucking story matters. Like every single one sticks with you. It like is in the back of your mind in different ways. It talks about rape between a man and a woman it talks about rape between two women it talks about rape between like a woman instigating rape against a man or a queer gender person it's it's really is she telling other people's stories so this is roxanne gay's collection but it's from other people okay okay yeah so other people wrote these stories so a lot of these people are people that you've heard of there's gabrielle union of course oh yeah she writes a really compelling story and really makes you want to read her biography as well, which is also out from HarperCollins. Um, there's there's this other author, Amy Jo Johnson or something like that, or Amy Jo something. She actually wrote a biography where she was from this town in Pennsylvania and there was this huge case against this piano teacher that was touching a lot of little mm. girls. And so this is a little clip from her story as well. There's one about a genderqueer woman who was raped by another woman when she did not want to be touched but didn't know like how to say no and these aren't just stories about rape though they're stories about just being touched inappropriately just being a woman in general um and it's not always people who identify as women either so really essential essays they're all very very short some are super depressing, so do not read this in public if you do not want to cry in public, because I made that mistake on the train, and there was just tears everywhere. <laughs> Someone like, what's happening, miss? Yeah, somebody was like, uh, what's going on? And I'm like, it's fine. <laughs> We're almost at my stop. Oh my <laughs> I'll be God. able to get out of this area. It was really... Were you in the quiet area? <laughs> no, I was in, you know, like the little area that's like only for a few people, and like the between the levels. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nobody else is going to know this unless they take the go train, but there's three levels. (laughs) But anyway, really, really great essay anthology. Every single story is important in this one. I highly recommend reading all of it. I think it's really essential for rape culture talk. Um, And you definitely see, even if you understand, even if you're already part of the conversation, you will be surprised by how many stories are so unique in this anthology. And if I had to rate it, I would definitely rate it I want to say 15 hopeful women out of 10 stupid sadist men. Mm. So all men. Yeah. All men. Hashtag. (laughs) And sometimes women. Yep. Because let's not, let's not forget that sometimes women don't help the situation. Oh my God. I hate to say it, but sometimes women don't know how to react. They blame other women, which is horrendous internalized misogyny yes then there's also people like therapists that don't help at all we were having this conversation earlier sometimes they just don't know how to react they think the best thing to do is to forget about it fucking stupid as shit oh therapists tell you to forget about it they tell you to forget about it they tell you it's your fault they tell you you're lucky to be alive oh there are bad therapists out there there's there's not good therapy if there's any phrase i hate the most is you're lucky it's you're lucky i hate that fucking phrase so much this book makes you angry it makes you sad makes you angry Mm -hmm. makes you hopeful sometimes but mostly you're angry the whole time great book great book christina what's your 
May favorite. Well, not quite as dark. <laughs> uh, but actually, that's not true. Still pretty bad. So my favorite for May is a television show. Um, it's relatively new. I don't think it started in May, but it started in like April. It's only got eight episodes and it's British. And it is Killing Eve. And it's not very well known yet, which kind of surprises me. Um, it is this. It is based off a book called Codename Villanelle, which is a story a story of four short novellas um, about an assassin whose codename is Villanelle. Um, but the plot point of the TV show Killing Eve, the main character is the assassin Villanelle, but also Eve Palastri, who is the um, cop who is looking for her, the MI5 agent, since it's in Britain specifically. And I can't remember the name of the actress that plays Villanelle or Oksana, as her real name is. Oksana. Oksana. I knew an Oksana. She was a bitch. So did I. Villanelle's a fucking bitch, too. <laughs> she wasn't a bitch. Oksana, I knew. Oh. She's an older lady. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, but uh, Eve Palastri is played by Sandra Oh. And I'm so happy that Sandra Oh is finally in a vehicle that is showcasing how great of an actress Sandra Oh is. Because yes. I one of the only reasons I've seen any episodes of Grey's Anatomy is because of her. And she is She's so great in Killing Eve. Um, the show starts off with her in her like MI5 office. She's being assigned to protect um, a witness in an assassination. And obviously she starts hearing more about the assassination and she's like, this is, I think, I think your assassin is a woman. And they're like, Psh, dumbass. No, it's not. Whoa. And she's like, mm, I think it is. I think I'm and right. then you find out she has an obsession with the idea of like a female assassin. Um, and through like a series of twists and turns and some secret some secret agent work and all that kind of stuff she gets put on a task force whose job is specifically to find this female assassin who's been codenamed villanelle um and they begin a very luther-esque type cat and mouse game yes um <laughs> where villanelle is very obsessed with the idea of the cop that's chasing her because villanelle has this sort of like she is living her best life she kills people she wears amazing outfits she travels all over europe what and eats amazing food I can't remember her name. Oh, She's okay. not super well known. Okay. Not too many people in the show are super well known. Um, she looks like she, she's like kind of one that there's literally a scene where she goes to assassinate a guy. She stabs him in the eye oh. with a hair comb that's disguised, like a needle that's disguised as a hair comb. And then as he drops to the floor dying, she stops for a moment and looks at him and goes, where did you get this carpet though? Because she loves it. Ugh. And then she watches the life out of her eyes. So Villain L is played by yes. Jodie Comer. So basically what you're saying is they're going to end up having sex together. Okay, so here's the thing. There are definitely some very romantic undertones. And I don't want to reveal too much about where things go. Because here's one thing about the show. This is not a show that you can anticipate everything that's going on. Ooh. There are certain things, like a sentence is said and you're like, mm, you're going to die. You know what I mean? Like you get yeah. little, little bits of that. But there are legitimate moments in the show where I am purely shocked by what happened wow. i did not see it coming 100 it is like it's got you on the edge every time you're watching the show you spend the whole time going whoa, whoa, whoa wait what 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 are all the episodes of this out already this is key. the final episode is tomorrow night i think Ooh. oh this is perfect i can just watch all of this where's this on like regular tv um so it's bbc america Ugh. so if you have a vpn you can get it if not there are ways why can't amazon just get this on prime uh why can't it be a netflix show then it'd be released all at once or that's true i'll accept honestly it's the it's most likely to be released on crave at some point i think because i don't think too many bbc show america um too many bbc america shows are on 
Netflix. Wow. But you... Bullshit. You have to watch Killing... I've been watching it week to week, and I am losing my goddamn mind, okay? It is so good. Their whole shtick they have going on back and forth. Ooh. So they're talking to each other, even though she's trying to capture her? So I don't want to say too much about where it goes. Does this remind you of The Fall a bit, or no? I, it's hard because there's, the fall is very creepy yes. and I don't find Killing Eve creepy at any point in time. Okay. There's something about Villanelle, like, I think maybe it's because of the, like, very sexual aspects of mm-hmm. the crime in the fall and Killing Eve, she's very, like, Villanelle is very much like a psychopath. She does not care about what she's doing at all. She loves killing. Okay, so this is just Luther-like. Yeah, because <laughs> I think because of the joy she gets out of yeah. it, it actually loses a little bit. Of, like, it's weird. The way she does it, and maybe there's, like, some stuff there where because she's a, a waif of a woman, you don't feel threatened by her, so it doesn't feel as creepy. Like, I don't mm-hmm. know what it is. So I would say, yeah, it's not quite, the tone is not quite as dark as the fall. It's a little bit more funny, but it's still, it's still very, like, there's a lot going down, and I don't want to say too much about it. There's already giving away a lot of their whole, like, obsession with each other at a certain point. But you will lose your mind. You're going to really, really like it. <laughs> I'm excited. This yeah, is, this like, sounds right really up my good. alley. I good. know it. Perfect. <laughs> What's it called again? Killing Eve. Killing Eve. Okay. And that's my May fave, yo. Did you read the book already? I don't, but I have it there to read. And it looks really short. That is the entirety yeah. of all of the novellas, and they've built a season around it. Wow. Weird. Yeah. But apparently they're releasing a, a new set of... Um, short stories as well. As a so reminder, keep a look out for that. As a reminder, what are our faves? So mine, as I just mentioned, was Killing Eve. Mine was Not That Bad by Roxanne Gay. And then also they read N.K. Jemison. I'm so All happy. All of N.K. Jemison. Mixed, mixed opinions. That's fine. That. I'm okay with Ooh. that. I'll, <laughs> if I can be honest with you, I need not to like it because I thought you would. Okay. <laughs> That's fair. And mine was The Royal Wedding. Best of wishes to you, Harry and Meghan, for a lifetime of happiness. Well done. Well I love done. You. Excellent so work. When can we expect another royal baby? I'm hoping in a year from now. Give her time. <laughs> Listen, she's, no, she's going to be pregnant she's in got a year. She's stuff to do. But she's 36. You know what? Not everybody's life are fulfilled by children. No, I also, think they want is she children. Gonna, is she going to be doing like more charity stuff now and that's yeah. it? She's not acting, right? She no, can't. She can't act. Was that against the rules? Yeah, she had to close her blog, her lifestyle blog, yeah. and her Instagram. There's no social media whatsoever. There's no acting. What? You yeah. can't even do this social is her media? Full-time, yeah, this is her full-time I'm pretty job. sure you can't have a job when you're- You're also you're... not allowed to take selfies with them. They don't allow yeah. it. Did you take that BuzzFeed test as well? No. But I'm sorry, you're not allowed to take selfies with any of the royals? No. They're, yeah, they're not Can allowed Can they to. not take selfies of themselves? No. No. Someone asked them, they're like, oh, can I have a picture? They're like, no, well, we're not allowed. But they can give you their autograph. Uh, no, they can't even send the autograph. They can I'm just sorry. smile at you. Why can't they take selfies of themselves? too casual i don't know i mean where are they gonna post them they don't have any social media no it's all closed they're, out there's they're one all... account and it's run by someone the pr person the kensington who is Royals, thanking I think god called, like that's their they life. could have so many followers they can't Why do they, they don't need them who cares they're, i think i don't know I if the idea is that they're supposed to be above it all but i i find this offensive yeah like if she's up to some charity work i want to see what's no, going because on you follow kensington that you follow kensington, kensington royals, royals is gonna tell you what pr engagements they're in oh that's too official for me i need the side shit also yeah. like to say that You're in her bio that. she literally calls herself a feminist which is a big deal Ooh. love you megan yo bye <laughs> if you want to follow us on the social media you can follow us on oh Instagram God. and Twitter at Eats Cast. You follow us I'm on so- the social. 
<laughs> or you can email us at everyoneandthesister at gmail.com. What up? We're going to get so many complaints. That's what that's the first email we're going to get is someone being like, I wish that was someone the worst would complain. They would feel enough passion. If you don't like that voice, please complain. <laughs> <laughs> Leave a comment on Instagram. Help us improve our reach. <laughs> Rate us. Five stars only. Thanks. <laughs> we will accept no less than five stars. I'll only take a four. Jesus Christ. I'll take a four. Four or five. Don't be a dick and put a three. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye. Happy binging. Music credit goes to artist Pluribel for the song Wallflower and Jazzhar for the song Please Listen Carefully. Are you the stripper?